It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this robust lifestyle show. Please check out our website, divasthatcare.com, and see all the amazing hosts and their shows of women they are interviewing around the world. I am so so very excited today to have a returning diva along with also being my great friend and her name is Kathy Lynn Mackison, also known as Coach Crazy Cat. Crazy Cat, could you please introduce yourself and tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself today? Hi, I'm so blessed and grateful to be on. I'm Coach Crazy Cat. I live in South Carolina next to my beautiful and amazing 90-year-old grandparents. Uh, My granddad was born on this farm in 1931. I'm a recovering accounting executive. I um, did accounting for 22 years and just progressively became more and more stressed and felt less fulfilled and wondered what my, my purpose was and why was I created and who was I created to help and have started a, a journey to refine myself and to get unstuck over the last three years and is now I'm in the process of publishing my book about it, um, Awkwardly Beautiful, The Seven Awkward Steps from Stuck to Your Beautiful Life, where we just talk about stuck and try to share tools and a roadmap on how to progressively work through stuck and find that beautiful life that God created for us, which is about loving God and loving others. That's about oh me. Goodness. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome, Kat. Thank you for letting me be your host. <laughs> oh, okay. that that is just beautiful. Oh, I just love that. So you were an accountant for 22 years, and you felt stuck. That's why the topic of our show is called Journey Through Stuck. Oh, my goodness. That is so interesting. Wow. I am that that's just incredible. <laughs> well, I have to ask you, do you have you said you I know you are an author and you are working on different books. Has some of your books already come out where our listeners can go to them and find these books? Yes, ma'am. So the first Um, chapter, which is the introduction to the journey through stuck is available. And I offer it for free in an, in an ebook form. And that's really beautiful.biz forward slash someday. So I make it easy for people to download it. Or if they want to have Amazon printed instead, because it's a full color workbook with activities in it, um, then the profits from the sale of the book go to support my cousin's foundation, which is um, supporting children in Uganda, and that's really, really my heart. I I want to help other people get unstuck, but also be able to support 
um, my cousin and her endeavors over there in Uganda. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So the prophets are going towards that. Oh, what an incredible way to help others. Oh, I love that. Oh, I just love it. Well, if some of our listeners go to this website and look at this awkwardly beautiful and journey through stuck, what what are some of the biggest benefits someone can expect from going through this journey through stuck? Sure. So what I've found is I've been waking up, right, in my 22-year career and realized that I had <laughs> I'd followed what everybody told me to do. I had worked really hard, studied hard, made good grades, and I had, you know, I was making a good salary. But what I realized is that just making a good salary doesn't mean that you're in the spot where God wants you. And waking up and realizing that I was in a corner and that I had painted myself there made me, I felt very nervous and um, frustrated, and I didn't know where to go. And I believe that a lot of other people are feeling that way now, especially maybe they're feeling that way because the same as me, they've been in a career where um, they felt like they were doing everything they were told, but they really, in their heart, they knew they were created for more. Or, you know, with COVID and all the things that have happened to us in 2020, who would have foreseen, you know, that we went from being able to have all these freedoms to now we have to really think about things. And that's impacted a lot of people's careers. And they might have been happy, but now all of a sudden they're thinking, wow, maybe my future isn't as stable as I thought it was, and I need to to rethink about things so I can make sure I have security for my family. So people can feel painted into a corner for a variety of reasons and life choices, but my goal is to help them to, to understand that you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to remain in that corner and feel like you don't have tools. I've pulled together everything I've been learning over the last three years to turn it into a roadmap so that that way when you feel stuck, you know what to do and you know what, how to get yourself out of it because, it, you know, it's in your own head. And so it's harder when your own head is causing you to feel stuck, it's a lot harder to know what to do to come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it provides a roadmap and a toolkit because different people get stuck for different reasons. Oh, wow. So it's, it's have the cur- yeah, so it's have the courage because everybody's talking about confidence, but how can you have confidence until you've done something? It's like the mm-hmm. first time you rode a bike. You didn't just jump on the bike and say, hey, I have all this confidence. You had to take courage to get on the bike and trust the training wheels or your loved ones and take those first pedals, and then your confidence came. And it, it's the same when you're getting unstuck. You have to have a roadmap so you can take that first step and have the courage and your confidence will build as you start to move. Oh, my. oh, how beautiful. Yes, how true that is. You build on confidence. Oh, that is just beautiful. Well, I have to ask you, was there a aha moment in your life of being a accountant that made you realize you needed to do something different? Were how how did this all come about? I just was curious if you could share with our listeners if there was something that really resonated with you that made you decide you wanted to make a change in your life. For sure. Uh, so I was forty five and had had made it 
pretty much to the top of my career, I was so unhappy. And in accounting, every quarter is another push to make the numbers and to get this done and that done. And after 22 years, I had had 88 quarters of another work emergency. And I, I don't know, I'm, I like to make things good for the long run. And I like to look ahead more than just three months into the future or putting numbers on a page to make the analyst happy. I mean, I realize that there's a certain part that that has to happen, but I just, I don't know. I just lost faith and all. And I was like, it, there has to be more. This cannot be all there is just creating these charts for people to just want us to do a new chart next quarter. So from a personal perspective, that's what started me on my quest. But at the same time, my granddad started getting sick and his health started declining and, You know, they were 80, like they're going to be 90 this year. So, you know, they were late 80s. And I just Mm -hmm. started realizing I wasn't going to have them forever. And if I didn't make changes, I was going to be strapped to a desk living in California across the country for my beloved grandparents and wish that I had that time back with them. Oh, wow. Oh, that is, that would definitely be an aha moment when you realized all that and you left the accountant world then and started searching for other things, it sounds like. I did. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. King on your awkwardly beautiful site. I love the permission to dream. How, (laughs) I have to ask, I'm sure during your accounting, did you allow yourself to take the time to dream of what you really wanted to do? I, I wasn't. So I remember when I was a kid, I actually wanted to be a jet pilot. And I applied at the Air Force Academy. And I got all the way to the interview. And when I met with the guy, he was like, what do you want to do? I was like, jet pilot, of course. What else is there? And he was like, your eyes aren't good enough. You can't do that. And I was like, oh, no. Now what? So I I went to Clemson, which is where my family went, and studied engineering because that's what my family did. I was trying to find myself then, you know. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't good at engineering, but I was good at accounting, so I did it. And and I can't complain about the industry or the career because, you know, it treated me well. It just wasn't my, my passion. But because I was good at it and everybody else's expectations were, well, you're good at it, keep doing it, I just kept doing it. And then, a, you know, a day becomes a year, and a year becomes 22 really fast. And then you go, mm-hmm. what happened to that five-year-old person that was really cool and not afraid? Like, where did she go? <laughs> I'm going to find her again. She was pretty awesome. <laughs> so, we're just not taught to do that. We're taught, we're, you know, the, the school system and the education system in the U.S. is really good at a lot of things. It teaches us how to learn skills. It teaches us how to be responsible adults and pay our bills. But it doesn't teach us how to feed our spirit, and it doesn't teach us how to t- keep connection with that really cool person that God created us for, right? It kind of separates the two, and then you slowly get into the business of busyness, and you lost yourself somewhere in that process. Oh, wow. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, how true. Oh, I knew there had to be something on behind that for you to call this permission to dream and oh that is just beautiful well you mentioned your passion and so many people have 
have struggled to follow that passion. So I have to ask, what is your passion and how do you now follow that passion? Sure. Um, So one of the biggest things I realized when I was lost is that I had not been feeding my spirit and I had moved away from the word. So the first thing I did was go back to seek the word just to find out, to remember what it said, right? Because I'd heard all these stories from when I was a kid, but I was like, what does the Bible say? And when I read the whole thing, it pretty much boiled down, says love God and love others. So then I was Mm -hmm. like, well, how do I do that? And my cousin is so brave. She was trained as a nurse and fell in love with the country of Uganda. Because in Uganda, there's a huge divide between those who have and those who don't. And if you're on the side that doesn't, your options are extremely limited. It's not like Mm -hmm. here in the U.S. where pretty much anybody can go to college or anyone can dream and do it. You're locked away from resources. You're locked away from access to things. The things that we take for granted here where we can sleep in our own bed and we're safe, they don't have. People know the day they get paid and they'll break in and, you know, rape the women and steal their money and leave them destitute. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of single mothers. So she's been going over there. I guess she's been over six or seven times. And just I hear the stories of the actual people, like Emmanuel, who she met, who lives in this village. And he's such a sweet man. And he had no opportunity to go to college. And my family has sponsored him to get a degree in agriculture and now he's given back and he teaches these young children he teaches them the bible and he gives them hope and he shows them how to farm and she's going to move over there and she's so brave I mean I'm not as brave as she is but I figure if I can be bold and share my story and help other people get unstuck then I can share the profits to help her go over there and build a school and you know to help these people who have no hope and they don't have options like we do here. So, namely oh, wow. in the pictures of the those kids and just my cousin Ashley and how brave she is, that's what gets me up when I'm afraid and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to share my story or I'd rather lay in the bed or just garden or go hug my grandparents. I'm like, you have <laughs> got to put you here to help other people who are stuck. Go help them and then help Ashley and Timely as a result. So, oh, wow. I'm a huge believer in people. Everybody Mm -hmm. was created, you know, to love God and love others. So we all have faith. I call it the faces, right? My faces are Team Lee, but everybody has faces that they were created to help. And it's the poor or the elderly or the downtrodden. That's who God created us to help. And those faces will help you to be brave and go, you know, show your courage and go find your, your thing you're meant to do to help other people. So, um, anyway, that's my story. Sorry, I was crying. <laughs> no, I, no, I hard time I'm talking about Team Lee and not crying. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. That just shows the passion is totally coming from your heart. That's what it proves. Uh, oh, I love that. That is just beautiful. And I love what Team Lee stands for, loving everyone eternally. Oh, that is yes. just so beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, and this team Lee is in Uganda, you were talking about. And it's your cousin that you are, is the kind of the founder of Team Lee? Yes, ma'am. She went over, oh. so sadly in a lot of these smaller countries, you have to be 
careful which organization you join because there's a lot of corruptness, right? Some people set mm-hmm. them up and they have scams and, and things. So not to drag you through all of that, but she had joined an organization. And when she went over the first time, she found out they were corrupt and she's really struggled and had a lot of issues. But so that's why she started Team Lee, loving everyone eternally so that we could know mm-hmm. that we actually, the faces that we see, the money, 100% of it all goes there every dime so every time I send money to my cousin I know it's going to sponsor a child through school or sponsor a mom to get education so that she can take care of her children and pay it forward um so it's been hard we don't you know our family doesn't know how to start a foundation but you know God (laughs) provides and gives you what you need Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. she it's founded in the U.S. and she's here right now at the moment but she's planning to she just quit her job as a nurse, and she's selling her house, and she's going to move. And um, I'm just so proud of her, you know. She's a really brave lady. Oh, but if, if anyone wants to see more about Team Lee, we can share that website with them. And the picture on the front page is my uncle. Mm-hmm. That's my Uncle Gary, and his middle name is Lee. So it was named after oh. him, but then it was loving, loving everyone eternally. He wanted, oh. he wanted to be a missionary. Um, but what God didn't work it out, but he's worked it out where his daughter is going. And I just think it, he's been over a couple of times and he has a, a passion for it as well. So it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful organization and the money's all a hundred percent going, which I love. Oh, that is just beautiful. Oh my goodness. And how it goes back to with her father and wanting to be a missionary and he's on the front page of the website. And we will definitely share that website with this, uh, podcast and oh what a beautiful story about team lee that is incredible well i'm seeing another one that i really love a statement that is on here serving others with empathy humility honesty patience and love oh wow so it's it's all about from what i'm hearing is having the faith and the courage and just believing and it will you can make it happen it's amazing what can yes. happen then. Oh, yes, ma'am. Cat. Oh, how how touching. I'm sure everyone is on the edge of their chair going, oh, my goodness, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely beautiful. Well, what um, you are such a busy, busy lady being an author and now starting a class and helping with Team Lee what are some of your suggestions to our listeners on how to do these multiple activities and still take time for yourself to regenerate yourself? Oh, that's such a great question. And one <laughs> which I've struggled with, you know, after, after years of being in corporate, I didn't want to put myself on a schedule. <laughs> but what I realized is that hours would disappear and I would be like, Oh no, I didn't do that thing. Um, so there's two two tips that I have. The first one is to realize the value of small things. And 15 minutes a day can literally change your life. We don't have to make these massive changes. It's by focusing on the little chunks of time and where can you make a difference. So one thing I do is we all have to do housekeeping. It's just a it's a necessary thing that must be done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you're doing your house cleaning, you can put on an audible or a podcast and build your or your mind at the same time. So that's, I'm not a huge 
fan of multitasking when it comes to, you know, a business thing or something that you really need to get accomplished, but multitasking in housework or in driving time or if you are struggling to get your exercise, take your work breaks. Those 15 minutes twice a day becomes 30 minutes a day. That's 182 hours of working out in a year. And you only really repurpose 30 minutes a day, right? And it adds up. Mm -hmm. And when you Mm -hmm. do, what you'll find is you'll do it for one little 15 or 30 minute chunk of time. And then you'll, your mind will be open to other 15 and 30 minute chunks of time that you can recoup. Um, So it's that. And then when you're trying to do something new, like, um, start a business and do a website, there's going to be things you don't like doing. It's just, you know, it's life. <laughs> but when you're your right. own boss, you get to just not do it. <laughs> you get tired <laughs> in the office, but it's easier to not do things for yourself. So I <laughs> am a huge fan of timing it. Your brain can only focus really for 90 minutes at a time. So if you need to do something you don't like doing, put on a timer and do just that straight up for 90 minutes straight, and you'll be surprised how much you get done. Um, The reason we don't finish things is because we don't like it, and then our little brain, those little voices, find distractions and, and detours and other things to do. But if you set a timer for 90 minutes, and trust that I hate this, I do. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so badly because I had to do it for so long. But once I did it once, I, I became a true believer. So if I need to recruit or set up a website or do things that are really going to take a lot of brain space, I set a timer for 90 minutes. And I know when that's up, I can walk out and hug my grandparents, pet a cat or a garden for a few minutes, and then I come back and do it again. Um, mm-hmm. So those are my two my two biggest hints on how to hold yourself accountable and recoup the small, small bits of time. Oh, wow. Oh, that is an incredible way to manage your time. I love the, I love the 15 minutes because you think, oh, I only got to do this for 15 minutes. That is just perfect. And setting the timer for bigger projects like that. Oh my, that was just great, great tools. And I have to chuckle because, uh, doing dishes is one of my, uh, things that I really don't like about housekeeping. So I usually have to listen to something while I do them. And it's amazing how much easier they are to get. But <laughs> I know, right? When you're learning, you don't mind. Right, right. Your mind's on something else rather than what you're having to do because dishes don't take a whole lot of thought when you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is just beautiful. I love those tips for our audience. Well, how... Um, so our listeners, if they are going, oh, my, how can I get more involved with Coach Crazy Cat and be learn more from her on getting unstuck and helping with Team Lee? What is your recommendations to them how our listeners can become more involved, Cat? Yeah, for sure. Um, for The easiest way right now at the moment is if they're on – Facebook is to follow me and we I message I get back to every single person who messages me and I mm-hmm. love to understand people's challenges because I have an active prayer list and I, I pray for people and I'll get back to you and let you know I've been praying for you because um, I move alphabetically through my list and I get back to people as I've prayed for them the other one is awkwardly beautiful dot biz forward slash someday 
And mm-hmm. I've been making changes to it, so just bear with me because website design is not my, my number, you know, <laughs> wasn't my background. But I, I will have on there today the free copy of the ebook for download, and I'll have a link where they can buy it if they would like to um, have Amazon print it and donate to Team Lee. And um, mm-hmm. I'm also rolling out the journey through stuck, and I have a, a couple of slots open for somebody who's like, you know what, I really need accountability and to talk to other people who feel stuck. And I want to, I want to be different in 2021 and I want to work on being stuck. Um, mm-hmm. Then they can set up like a strategy session with me and I'll offer a couple of free tips and tell them about the program. And if they want to jump on in the journey through stuck, I'd love to have them because, you know, rising tides raise all ships. And if we're in there helping each other, then, then we'll all get together. <laughs> oh. oh, that is awesome. Yes, what great ways for them to get involved. And like you said, teamwork, working together yes. to help one another become unstuck. And then also helping through Team Lee through getting the ebook. Oh my. It's just an all it's just a circle that uh helps one another all the way out. Oh, that is just beautiful. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> And I do know from knowing you, Kat, you, it's, it's so interesting to me. You're called Crazy Cat, and I know you love cats. And I just I think that is so awesome. Have you always loved <laughs> your cats? <laughs> I do. I do. I adopt all the, all the cats in the neighborhood, so I'm that crazy cat lady. I, I don't know. There were a couple of times I went in, into animal shelters when I was little, and I know they have a purpose, and it's, I don't have anything against them, but every time I would leave when I was a kid, I would cry for days. And so I just, I can't take the cat, so I get them fixed, and I let them live here on the farm, and we have 17 acres, so I figure, whatever, what's one more? <laughs> we have somewhere between 20 and 30 right now, and not all of them are allowed to go inside. You know, most just live in the barn with me, and mm-hmm. they each have a name, and they're just so cute. But, yes, I'm crazy with a K cat because I'm like, if you go crazy with a K, you won't go crazy with a C. So embrace your beautiful, <laughs> bold, beautiful self that God created you to be, and we're all awkward, you know? It's when we try to be like everybody else, we feel so weird. Just embrace your mm-hmm. awkwardness. That's what I say. Anyway, that's oh. not crazy. Oh, I love that. That is just gorgeous. That is so beautiful. Very well put. Well, just I cannot believe we are coming to the close of this interview. This has gone way too quickly. I have so much more to talk to you about. <laughs> I will definitely ask you to I definitely would love to have you come back and do another interview later on to keep us updated on everything that is happening in your life oh my goodness that would be awesome (laughs) I will for sure awesome awesome well as we come to a close do you have any just final words final thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners today coach crazy cat yeah sure um Mainly it's that regardless of where you are or how stuck or frustrated or overwhelmed you feel at the moment, that Father God knows exactly where you are and he has a plan for you. And just pray to him, even if it's, you know, a simple prayer, God, do you hear me? He will answer you just like he did me three years ago. And he'll guide your path. He has a big, beautiful, bold, amazing plan for you. And and he knows where you need to go. So, Just know that you're loved even when you don't feel like it. And 
go for it one step at a time. That's all it takes. 15 minutes can change your life. How beautiful. I love that. What beautiful thoughts to leave with our listeners today. Oh, Kat, thank you so much for being my guest. And I know we've already talked about you returning, so you can keep us updated on your journey through Stuck and your team, Lee, and your being an author. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait till next time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I adore you, my friend. I wish you lived closer. Oh, I do too. Thank you so (laughs) much. (laughs) All right. Y'all have a blessed day. Oh, thank you. You do the same. And bye, honey. we will be Oh, yes. bye-bye. We will be posting all of Crazy Cat's social media links to this podcast so all of our listeners may follow it. And I want to thank all of our listeners to listen to this interview to our amazing returning diva, Coach Crazy Cat. Please share this show with your family and friends. Be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have an absolutely fantastic day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a big hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.